Thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about sleep. Sleep is one of those things that can cause families a bit of anxiety, a bit of worry. It starts from a child's infancy. It's one of the questions that new parents are guaranteed to get. How are they sleeping? Are they sleeping through the nights yet? How are you doing? Are you getting any sleep? Uh, Sleep is a fundamental human need, but it can cause some either very easy nights or some difficult times with young children, either from the start or as they grow and as things change. Children have control over really very little. They have control over sleep and eating and toileting. And sometimes there seems to be a need to exert a little bit of control in one of these areas, uh, which can sometimes be cause for pulling our hair out of, she just won't fall asleep or bedtime used to be so easy and now I can't get him to stay in his bed. He always gets up and says, I need a drink of water or I need to use the toilet or it's too dark or it's too bright or whatever the case may be. Sleep is tricky, and sometimes it seems like things change, no pun intended, overnight, where one day sleep is an easy part of an everyday routine, and then all of a sudden, things get tricky. But sleep comes in phases, and how children sleep as infants, and then as toddlers, and then as young children, and uh, as it progresses as they age, changes, and it can be difficult to adjust to these uh, different routines and these different needs. Really young children, children between uh, three and five years old, actually need between 10 and 13 hours of sleep, sometimes including one nap. And some families say, yep, my child's on the high end of that. They're asleep seven to seven, and they're the one who asks to go to sleep. And other families might hear that number and think, oh my goodness, wouldn't that be lovely for them to sleep for 10 hours a night and take a nap? And so however your child sleeps, if you have concerns about the hours your child is sleeping, um, that's a really good question for your pediatrician. But as always with young children, there's a range of expected normal sleep behaviors and even things outside of that range are nothing to be concerned about in just a conversation uh, to have with your child's pediatrician. For a good gauge on how how much sleep your child needs, or a good place to start is if you don't wake up your child, how many hours of sleep will he get? For instance, if you're on vacation and you can sleep until you wake up, or a, especially a long weekend where your body has a time to settle in, and your child goes to bed uh, at a reasonable time, how many hours of sleep will he get? And so to have a starting place for what bedtime should be, take that number, that that ideal number of sleep to wake uh, on a relaxed schedule and figure out what time you need to wake up in the morning in order to get started for your day and get everybody to school and to work and all the places they need to go and calculate back from there. So for instance, on Friday night, it's a casual Friday night, not a lot of plans, and your child goes to sleep at 8 o'clock and Saturday morning rolls around, nothing on the schedule, don't have to do anything today, and your child sleeps until about 6.30. 
You can probably safely guess that your child needs about 10 and a half hours of sleep. Another good cue of if your child is getting enough or too little sleep is how ready for their day they are. Are they groggy midway through the morning? Is your normally cheerful child feeling kind of cranky? Is your child who normally doesn't need a nap requiring a nap? Those are probably good indications of not enough sleep. Of course, this changes and uh, changes day by day or other factors that you might know about your child. Did they get good nutrition the day before? Are they having a really busy time right now? Are the seasons changing? But these are just general ideas and, and places to start. Once you have that number in mind, okay, so bedtime should be 8 o'clock, then it's uh, important to factor in an evening ritual. So we all have an evening ritual. Some of us put on jammies, read a book, and then brush teeth and go to sleep. Others like to take a bath and then hop right in bed. Everyone's different, and and children have their own evening ritual, which can sometimes be adopted from families or has been in place since infancy. And having a good evening ritual, an, an evening ritual that helps your child to settle down, can help your child to know, okay, this is bedtime, help calm them after the busyness of the day and the excitement of playtime and time with you. And as these evening rituals become habit, they can help cue your child's body for sleep. I know when I put on my pajamas, no matter how awake and alert I am, about 10 minutes later, I'm ready to crawl in bed or Or if you brush your teeth, the next thing is crawling in bed with a book and turning the lights down low, getting ready to close out the day. Some things that some families like to do are some quiet playtime, taking a bath, or uh, choosing two or three stories to read together. Ideally, these could be things that help settle down, help close out the day, not things with a lot of noise or excitement or light or more stimulus. And so if you determine that you'd like to have, you know, 15 minutes or half an hour for quiet play and taking a bath takes about 20 minutes and reading a book together takes about 10 minutes. Okay, so maybe if bedtime is 8 o'clock, you want your child to be resting and sleeping by 8 o'clock, maybe that evening ritual needs to start by 7 o'clock. And that can help plan the evening, help get things going in the right direction. If you know, uh, we're not thinking of bedtime as being eight o'clock, but instead we're thinking of moving toward bedtime as starting at seven o'clock, that can kind of help calm things down and put things in the right direction. So as always, children are different and you know your child best. Some children feel most settled with a door cracked and the hallway light on or a nightlight in their room or a fan or a white noise machine and other children can only rest in complete darkness and not being worried that they're missing out on a party. Knowing your child and their sleep habits and what's going to help your child be successful can help to make bedtime a calming, easy part of your daily family life. Naps are another opportunity for sleep. In that 10 to 13 hours of sleep, that sometimes does include a nap for a child, 3 to 5. And naps don't really have an ending point of 
all children should be done with naps by four, or children should nap until they're three and a half. Each child is so different. We've had children at school who nap through five five years old and children who are two and a half who are absolutely done with naps. And whatever helps make family life easier, if it's easier to get your child to go to bed at night if they've had a nap, if it makes the evening a better time together as a family, you can get through dinner, you can have a nice conversation, a nice play together. If your child doesn't take a nap, if they're sleepier when bedtime rolls around, those are also important observations to make and to be in communication with whoever your child spends their day with so that you can ensure that their sleep habits, including naps, set them up for a good evening and a good restful night of sleep. There, it's also really natural for there to be fluctuations in sleep patterns. Children grow, um, and as they're growing or learning something big in school or anything transformative is happening, children typically need more rest. Or as the seasons change, as it's uh, darker in winter and lighter longer in summer, sometimes that indicates children have different sleep patterns or need less or sometimes need more sleep. Or a child who wasn't napping previously now suddenly needs a nap. And next thing you know, you're having to buy new pants because all of their pants have become shorts. Things might change as your child ages or as things change within your family. But hopefully, these hints for setting up a good evening ritual and for having tools for a good bedtime will help make sleep an easier part of daily life. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Bondec and email us with questions, comments, or suggestions at hello at Until next time.